Did you know that you should probably have a dream date on the books? I thought I was your dream date. Keep listening. Let's talk about dream dates. Dream dates. Dream dates. One of my favorite board games as a child. Is that what it was called? Dream date? I don't know. I never played it. Oh, I completely remember playing that with friends. The one with the phone? A phone. And then, you know, you've got pictures of different guys. And then you kind of, they give you clues. Like, I like to hang out, but not at the mall. (laughs) And it's kind of like a clue. Oh. And then you're trying to guess who it is. If the dream date is Tyler or Mitchell. And then you call and they're like, you're right. I really like you. (laughs) As if any guys actually said it that clearly when I've called them on the phone. (laughs) Hey, it's a dream. It's a dream. Uh, uh, Anyway, we are talking about dream dates. No, it isn't the board game. We are talking about why you need a dream date in your life. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, whether you are single, engaged, dating, or married, I think that this, that was a little out of order there, but a dream date is important. A dream date isn't like a, it is a good date, but it's not just like a, some really good date. It's no. not, oh, this was my dream date. It's not like I have to be taken out by another individual mm. on the best date of my dreams. That's not what we're meaning here. We are talking about going out so you can do some dreaming Mm. about the future. Got it. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Yes. We did this last year. Mm -hmm. We've done it many times over the years, but never formally. Um, And I, yeah, I think last year we, we brought it to a new level. We took notes. We took notes. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about our... Real romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Our dream date. And then we are going to give you a step-by-step or kind of like some notes and um, things to jot down if you're going to go about planning one of these, what you should do and how you should going to go about it. Mm-hmm, if you will, mm-hmm. if you could make that bigger so that my eyes could see the notes, John, that would be fantastic. Thank mm. you so much. I'm getting old here. <laughs> the eyes aren't what they used to be. All right. So about a year ago, we got a sitter very last minute. <laughs> Thank goodness somebody was available. And we went out to, I feel like a, a local a restaurant. Restaurant. Yeah. Super local. Nobody else that's not in the Nebraska area would know it. And... There was kind of a wait because I didn't really know this. We're not really big out to dinner daters. Oh, yeah. We there don't was do, a wait, wasn't We there? tend to do kind of different types of dates than the old go out to dinner. That's not our main date. Oh, Some nice. people, that's their, real, their only place, so they're probably used to that. We were not used to that. So I think this worked to our advantage, though. Yes. We went to the bar mm. and got drinks. Yeah. And while we waited, we drank our drinks. On empty stomachs. Drink the drinks, baby. <laughs> Again, we only had one drink the whole night. It was not not some big deal here. But I think it actually got us <laughs> a, a little... wallet win right there. How to get the most out of your drink. Drink it with an empty stomach. <laughs> drink it before you eat. <laughs> True, but it kind of... Um, it helped, I think. 
facilitate a spirit of openness and a little bit more, um, yeah, just dreaming yeah. about the mm-hmm. future and not so much about the cares and worries and stressors of the exact moment. So that was helpful. We finally got sat, ate our meal, and at kind of towards the end of it, and while we waited for food, we busted out the handy-dandy notebook. Mm-hmm. And we began to reflect a little bit on the year prior, and we'll walk you through the logistics of that in a second. And then the real bulk of our work was talking about 2023 that was coming up mm. right around the bend. And so I'm going to go ahead and reveal. Yeah. Walk us through. Some You've of the got things the notes that we in front talked of you. about. So why don't you walk us through and we'll see how we did. Yes. Yeah. So one of them was we wanted to have, um, I had been wanting forever as part of our family culture, an Easter getaway. Mm. And that night, I swear to you, we came home from that from that dream date and I booked a VRBO that night or the next morning. But I had freedom to do that because we decided on a number the night before mm-hmm. of what we wanted that budget to be. And I saw how much we had kind of in the, the, the travel vacation fund, if you will. And I knew I could go ahead and book that and we could save the rest while we waited for Easter to come. And we did that. It was a lot of fun. We got away to Leadville, Colorado during Mud Week. <laughs> and we just played around the mountains. It was a very low-key, chill week. We, mm-hmm. we loved it. it fun. Super fun. Part of the family culture now. Another thing that I don't think we did so well on was we said we wanted to have a weekly date night, mm. but we wanted one of those once a month to be out. Mm. Out on the town, if you will. Mm. And I'd, I think we got into some really difficult seasons this last year. One of them being we chose to lead our live class of Wallet Win on what is our weekly date night. Yep. So that was automatically two months of that being gone because we usually do that on Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, I'd say we did get out. At least half the months. Yeah. About half the months we got out. Got out on the town. Mm. We tried to, uh, because one of the things we can now take advantage of now that our youngest is five is the YMCA, the gym we go to. It's parents night out. It's free. Yeah. And as soon as our youngest turned five, all of our girls could actually go to this. And I got us signed up correctly once. And so we went out to the pumpkin patch that night. That was fun. Um, I got us signed up correctly the second time. Yeah, I just wrote it down on our calendar wrong. So we showed up <laughs> on Saturday night and it was actually on Friday Place night. The place was closed. <laughs> it was all dark. <laughs> yeah, it was not the greatest, but so at least half little, the month. It was a little family night that night. Yeah. And uh, when we would travel, we would oftentimes um, tack a date on because mm-hmm. that was easier and we'd have to arrange childcare. So, okay, I think we could Im- we could improve that in the next year. Um, as far as our family goes, we said we wanted to create our written rule of life, and we've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to go to a warm place in the winter, mm. and we had we were gonna take our RV down to Texas again last winter. Oh, Do you remember yes. what happened? We were on a sledding hill in late January when my dad called me to tell me that. 
there needed to be a lot of work done mm, on the RV. Mm-hmm, do you remember mm-hmm. this? I do remember now. And that he couldn't do it in the winter because yes, it required so, so much cold. time outside. It, yeah. Yeah. And so it killed that. And then the RV got killed a few months after that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but God willing, this year we'll be adopting in Texas. And so maybe... Lord, could you go ahead and make that right when it's cold? And we could go ahead and kill two birds with one stone there. (laughs) Sooner would be better for me. Your timing, Lord. Uh, Another one was continue family night Fridays. Mm -hmm. And we have continued to do that. Um, Up our game on Sunday leisure. And we have done that. We've continued with that pretty strongly. The next one was grow our family, and we had a couple different things written down. Um, one was adoption, mm-hmm. uh, and so this last year we did all the things for the home study and the yeah we did all every all the hoops all the hoops jumped so many hoops so 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 many hoops and as of right now we are a active waiting family we have gotten um I I don't know the exact number right now but maybe halfway to our our funding goal. And we're just waiting on being chosen. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. I also had um, some medical things written down. And we tried those. We spent a lot of money uh, trying to kind of reopen doors um, for my fertility. Mm-hmm. But barring a miracle, that door is shut. It just doesn't, doesn't want to open. The Lord does not want to use that way to bless our family Unless we're all going to get a giant miracle, uh, that's probably not yeah. the path for us. But hey, it could be. Who knows? Um, but it looks like there's just not really anything medically that can be done anymore. Mm-hmm. 12 years in, we, we, we've accepted that at different, different time points in our marriage. But then, you know, something new would come up and we'd explore this or that. And I think now it's kind of... Everything's been explored mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've moved on. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, and we are, we are working on growing the family through adoption. The next one, I'm so proud of us on this one. Okay. Although lately we've been ill. Well, what is it? Rebuild the prayer muscle Oh yeah. and get up and pray. I'd say we were getting pretty swole. Yes. Well, what was our new, our new habit this year? Wake up really early. And one of us goes up to church to pray a holy hour while the other one prays at home. Yep. Yes, we were getting up at 5, 530. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, from 6 to 7, we were each having a holy hour. Um, And that was was huge. Huge. We had not had that in a very long time. And, you know, our kids are at the right ages now, and it's just more possible. Of course, we've been sick lately, so that's gone... Uh, out the door for a pinch, <laughs> but one day it'll be restored and it, it feels like it's firmly a habit now for our family. Um, another one was continued to deep dive on the church's teachings on money. Mm. I think we have done just that. And we hosted our first summit. That's right. Our first Catholic money summit this last year. And then another one was figure out buying a new RV. Mm. You know what that one that one did not happen. Still figuring it it's, out. We're, we did go look at we figured and it out, almost. Good bit out. Oh, we almost. Yeah, we, we actually, almost yes. bought two. There was one that I really wanted and 
something put the kaposh on it. There was another one we both really wanted, and then we saw it in person, and that put the kaposh on it. Is that the right word? Kabosh. Kabosh. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> the kabosh. All right, next. So that, that one's probably going to get taken over into the next year for us. All right, a big June trip. We did do that. We went up to Winter Park, Colorado, and got to be part of the Focus Summer Projects mm. that were there. And I would say that was... We were there, what, two weeks? Yeah, a little over two yeah, weeks. Great. Definitely in the top three memories of 2023 for our family. Mm-hmm. Hands down, every member. It was great. Those June trips are always huge, mm-hmm. huge for us. We love them. Um, and then we were going to do Ellie's fifth birthday. We wanted to have a, a trip. And we had, we had thought we were going to go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. But then since we were pursuing the adoption process, we didn't really want to spend 5K at the House of Mouse in one week. <laughs> You'd be lucky if so it was only Ellie 5K. So Ellie got a $99 Groupon to Great Wolf Lodge it, it in Kansas cool. City. It was so cool. It was cool. really fun, actually. We loved it. It was a blast. But we did get that to happen. Um, and then we were going to take a trip during fall break. We did not do that. Mm. We did not do that. Oh wait, no. That's when we. That's when we took. That was the trip. The trip. So yeah. look, two of them got two look birds, one stone, right that. there. Yes, good timing on that. Very efficient. That Groupon was well. <laughs> yeah, that was well timed. Um, and then there was just yeah, nail the Easter octave, which I think we did that mm-hmm. with our trip, and that was it. I'd say we were pretty good. I think we we passed. We did, yeah. And it's just great that we're talking about this because we are going to be going on our next dreaming date coming up this week. Yeah, Thursday night. So it's a great time of year to do that because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you can dream anytime. You can make, make come up with your ideas any time in the year. It doesn't matter. But, man, there is just something about the new year. The fresh calendar. I don't know what it is. We are cyclical beings. Yeah. It's just, it's also just kind of baked into winter. Mm. You kind of, everything's slowly dying and in drawing inward. You're just coming inward. in. You're just coming in. Yeah. <laughs> so you're and, stuck inside. You might as well just, think about something. Well, yeah. Everything, yeah. Everything around you is just falling to pieces and your, your inside wants to dream about better days ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just a really good natural time to kind of, yeah, turn that new leaf. So let's, we've got nine points Mm. for a successful dreaming date Mm -hmm. that you might have. So let's dive into some of these. First one, if you got kids, well, they're not coming to this. No. It's got to be kid free. It's got to be kid free. And uh, I think, I mean, you could have a nursing infant. Maybe, maybe you, you could, you really could, but sometimes even with that, even when you have a newborn, you, depending on temperament and personality, one person or both parents might not be able to enter into deep level conversation Mm. because something in their brain will be so attuned in with any coup or stir or noise or possible sign of hunger or whatever it is yeah. that your brain might not allow you to go as deeply 
into this conversation as you need to go. Mm. That's going to depend on experience as a parent. Is this your first baby? Is this your sixth? It's just, there's going to be differences there. And you're going to be able to know, are you able to enter fully into this conversation? If you can only be away from a nursing infant for 90 minutes, but you're going to be fully in, just have it be a shorter meeting. Mm -hmm. But if you know that you'll be fine, well, you can have a few hours out, you know, doing this and just take the baby with you. But ideally there would not be a soundtrack of a herd of elephants running above you. Uh, somebody fighting or screaming in another room. (laughs) These are not the sounds, even if there's like a mother's helper or a babysitter with the kids, but you hear them, uh, creating a mess, breaking stuff, fighting in another room. That is not what you want going on while you are having this discussion. You want to be a hundred percent present. Uh, and so as much as you possibly can carve this out to be solely adult time. And sometimes it's helpful to just even get away from your own home so that you're not too comfortable. And it just, it does something. It changes your environment, changes the atmosphere. And that's kind of why we went out to dinner for this. Because sometimes if you're just home, you kind of just slip into too much comfort mode and you're not really creative. Doing something different. It's kind of, it's like a signal to our brains, to ourselves. Oh, okay. This is something special. Mm-hmm. We've got to kind of switch into maybe a different line of thinking or a different, you know, kind of time horizon, whatever it is. Like it's a, it's a sign to ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is something different and something to pay attention to. Yep. All right. Next up is having an element of carefree timelessness. Mm-hmm. This is a phrase, you love I want to say that Matthew Kelly coined it in some oh, book that know. he wrote oh, 20 years ago, but I love the phrase and what it means is those times, those moments in life where you're not looking at the clock, where you're just so present, you're so in the moment with whomever or whatever you're doing that it's as if time is slowed down and you're just completely here. And you're not under the gun. You're not racing the clock. There's just an element of being completely here, present, and there's no rush to get anything out or to be done with this. Mm -hmm. And if you can stage a little bit of that, that's going to help the dreaming because some people cannot dream, you know, back against the wall, shoot your dreams out now. Mm -hmm. If you know you got to leave in about 20 minutes or something, it's just not going to be conducive. And so going to a place that is just going to allow you to unfold and be totally here and present, that's going to be helpful. Yeah. So anything to add to that? No, but I'd say one way to foster that, at least it was for us, is going out. And that's number three is having, you know, having some eats, having some drinks. It might help. Grease the wheels a little bit. (laughs) Especially if it's an alcoholic drink. Uh, Before the eating. (laughs) Yes. 
for it, some temperaments, yes. Yeah, it just kind of, and it just relaxes you, even if it's not alcohol. Just right, having some right, snacks, right. having some drinks, a casual, more casual atmosphere. You can throw around some ideas. You can play with some ideas, mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of you know, okay, yeah, this is. It's a different. It's a different type of date. It's a different type of. I wouldn't even say it's a meeting, but it's different from those things. And that doing a couple of things differently in your environment and your activities again helps signal that to yourselves so that you can enter into it more. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to stay home, this might be a moment where you pick up some of Ooh, your favorite yeah. meals, and you just you decide to a little takeout night. Yeah, get a takeout. Make it easy. No dishes. You're just enjoying something together. All right. So. You said it's not a meeting, but it kind of is a little bit because the fourth thing is that you want to have the note taking abilities. Absolutely. You got to be taking notes. Now, this doesn't need to be, you know, stenographer, right? Is that, what is the, that? the person in the courtroom with the, that crazy <laughs> like keyboard thing in every single yeah. word everyone ever said? And I'm not sure I'd recommend busting your laptop out at the restaurant. No. I wouldn't either. <laughs> if you went to a coffee shop, I think that could fly. Yeah, people think you're just writing a novel or yeah, something. Yeah, so if know. you just wanted to have like a morning version of sure, uh, this maybe date, you could bring that. You could pull it off at a coffee shop, I guess, but, in the evening too. But but it's up for you. And notebook is good. We used uh, my yeah, digital. What's that thing you have? It's an e ink tablet. So it's promised me he'd never lose track of tasks again. <laughs> and you have gotten better. I've gotten better. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's like if a, if a Kindle and an iPad. Yeah. Got together. Yes. Um, so it's great for handwriting, writing notes. Like that's the thing it's made for. Uh, so we use that. Mm-hmm. But however, you normally like to take notes. If you've got a notebook or a journal or whatever it is, then use that. But you do want something. And we just kind of wrote down, you know, the different categories that we wanted to talk about that night. And then we just started working through each one. Mm-hmm. I think that got its own page. We just started writing down different dreams. And then maybe we'd jump back to one, refine it a little bit, say what we wanted to do for that. And it was good because we could look back on it. Mm-hmm certainly a year later to see how it went, but also in a lot shorter time as we went to implement some of those and to remind ourselves, what did we talk about? What did we say we wanted to do for this? Mm -hmm. It was really helpful. Mm -hmm. It was. And that takes me right into that next point. Um, Number five is talk about that prior year. In in some ways you're kind of creating an after action report uh, (laughs) for lack of a better term. But essentially, you know, you're kind of evaluating what did happen this last year. What are we proud of? What um, what happened that we didn't see coming? Uh, what how did how did our goals work out? Were we realistic? You know, Jonathan and I have been creating goals and and meeting goals now consistently for over a decade. Some some couples might struggle with putting too many things in and then it's just not not able to happen. We're pretty good about that. So I would say we met most of them and then a couple biggies just didn't happen. Not because we didn't want to or look into it. It just wasn't the right moment. Mm-hmm. Um, or some things were just truly out of our control, like growing our family. Um, but it's going to be helpful to look back 
before you dive into talking about the next year ahead, just to see, you know, what came up, what surprises were there? Were there areas where we just, wow, we overestimated hugely on that of just how much um, resources time-wise or financially or emotionally that that project was going to take. And then boy, did it suck us dry for six months <laughs> in every capacity we had. And that it, knowing those types of things will help you get better that next year in deciding, yeah, okay, I think we do have the bandwidth for X, Y, and Z, or nope, we just have the bandwidth for, for A. That's all we're doing this year. You can, you get to figure those things out. And as you look back, it gives you that context to make a more confident step towards the future. Or it could be good things too. Oh, Hey, I wasn't really expecting, uh, you know, such and such a hobby to come up hmm. or, you know, we went on that trip and we weren't really planning to go there originally, but kind of worked out. Maybe we should go there again or do that type of a trip again. Um, so yeah, the, kind of the surprises too that came up in the year uh, are good to see if you want to either avoid those surprises or replicate them. Very the true ahead. to our personalities. I would see all the negative yep. luck. <laughs> the, the, the quote unquote mess ups from the year prior and you would see all the opportunities. <laughs> true to the temperaments. <laughs> That's why we balance each other. Complimentary <laughs> pair. So you've looked at the year before now kind of, I don't know, tip or whatever. Number six is to just brain dump for the year ahead. So don't worry about being too organized, getting things in just the right setup or whatever. Just ideas are going to come, get them down. You know, maybe just, you could start even by taking a couple minutes to just boom, 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 boom. Just dump it all out. Mm -hmm. Then we can go and categorize. We can ask a couple follow-up questions. We can flesh things out. We just want to make sure we get everything out so we can just, you know, lay it all on the table, see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then from that point, that's where you get to get kind of those concrete plans. So as you're brain dumping, there's, just be careful not to have any judgment when maybe one spouse is just coming up with ideas left and right. Maybe the other spouse is a little more practical and this is just not the moment to to even get into a conversation about, I don't know about that and how practical it, don't do that. <laughs> That's not, mm -hmm. that is not the step right now. This is called brain dumping for the year ahead. And you're just getting all of it out on paper. Yes. You'll have your times to make points or to say why you think this thing ought to get precedence over that thing. You will get to lay out all of the things, but that's not this step. And a critical, critical step bef between this one and actually figuring out which ones you're going to prioritize is an often overlooked step. Mm -hmm. And it is praying. Absolutely. Right. We've got this huge pile of ideas and dreams and thoughts and we're going to eventually whittle those down. We can't do them all. Probably shouldn't do them all. We need to get those down to the few that we're really going to pay attention to and try to make happen this year. And then also, well, which one, even if they're all good, which one do we want to do first? Well, you'd be a fool to try to go through that process all on your own. You've got to stop. You've got to pray. 
We got to take that pile of dreams and hand them over to our Lord and invite him to come sit down with you to sort through everything that's just come up as you discuss, as you talk, as you discern which one of these, and it, maybe it sounds silly, but it's true. Which of these are you being called to move forward in? Mm-hmm. Which ones are going to really bring you and your family alive? Yeah. And I think that it's, it's so important because we've run into this ourselves where I've got big dreams, but they're not from God. They're just me going on Instagram and seeing other people doing stuff and me wanting to do it. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes that's the Lord planting a seed for what we're supposed to do next. But a decent bit of the time, it's not. And if you don't discern these things, you could end up just doing your own will. And that's not going to breed peace and long-term happiness. Uh, pursuing God's will and doing the things that he's calling us to is where our happiness lies. And so knowing that we're going to be dumping all, all of these desires, Lord, and we're asking for you to help bubble up to the top, the ones that you really want us to pay attention to and to truly desire whatever he wills for your next year and to hold those things loosely, you can then trust that he's going to be with you in your conversation and in that he's going to help you. And if you're married, he's going to help you as part of your sacrament um, in prioritizing the things that you're supposed to move towards. Yeah. And then we have other podcasts on discernment, especially when there's a financial component involved. And so please listen to that, um, especially on some of those bigger things. But okay, let's assume they've prayed. And now it's time to actually make some choices. Mm hmm. Yeah, you need to choose a few, one to three maybe, that you're really going to focus on in the new year. This is what we're working towards. This is the thing we want to see happen. This is what our family is being called towards. This is the, the goal, the decision, the whatever it might be that we are going to use to filter our decisions. Mm -hmm. Does it get us closer to this thing? Yep. And yeah, we only emphasize a few there because, um, I, you just never know what is the magnitude of the thing that you're going to be pursuing for the Texera's, you know, adoption that felt like a really heavy. And then the fertility stuff was a heavy lift in 2023. It's, it tapped every resource we had. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it just meant, A lot of our other goals were kind of just book this or that travel thing and then maintain the things we're already doing. (laughs) That was kind of it. Yeah. They weren't these hard, big things because we were, we had one really huge, big, hard thing. But if we were going into a year where we didn't have something like grow the family or move or start a business, these, um, these are huge things that. If anybody has something huge, they know it. And that automatically means you should probably have not another huge thing. (laughs) Ideally, you want to have one of those things kind of going on at once. Um, But if maybe it's not a year of something huge, all right, go ahead and have three or four things. And you're just going to kind of prioritize either them alongside each other or one after the other. 
But these are the things that you are agreeing on that are going to get the focus in the new year. They're going to be prioritized. Um, a lot of it's not just enough to go in hoping and crossing your fingers that these things are going to happen. When you pick the the few things, the handful of things that you're going to really work towards, it's going to help you stay focused on those things, say yes to those things, and it it does mean that you're going to end up saying no to everything that isn't them. And that's okay. And that's really how anybody gets anything done in life mm-hmm. is when you say no to everything that you're not called to say yes to. And that can be really hard for some temperaments, but really, you know, our happiness lies there. And then also our, our productivity and, um, and our sanctity and our sanctity really in those things. So now You've chosen the things Mm -hmm. living it out though is living it out afterwards is maybe the, the hardest part, but there are tools to make it happen. And I want you to share about what those are, John, that we personally use. I'm going to go through really quick. You have the couple things you're going to work on that year. There's probably one that you need to get done first. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be the thing we are focusing on, uh, Pat Lencioni would call it your rallying cry for your family. Mm-hmm. So that again, you're using this goal, this event, this, whatever it is to focus your efforts, to make your decisions. Jonathan's going to run a marathon <clears throat> in May. If that's the decision, well then there are considerations for time some financial considerations, all sorts of things like meals, meals, all that's going to make those decisions for us Mm -hmm. or inform us how to make those decisions. So we have our big kind of the rallying cry. And then we check in every week and see how we're doing, what needs to be done right now in order to meet that goal, see that dream become a reality, whatever it is. What, how is the rest of our family functioning, keeping on tra- on top of things to make mm-hmm. sure, one, that we are keeping our eyes on the prize right there, but then two, not keeping our eyes on it so hard that we're letting everything else fall, fall to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, where we're talking about rallying cries and weekly family meetings, this is um, detailed out in Pat's book, Three Questions for a Frantic Family. Love it. Our family has been using this for years um, in some form or fashion, our entire marriage. But we were introduced to this concept, actually, by some really good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And that really does dovetail nicely into telling you about something coming up. So the friends that told us about this, uh, Joseph and Crystal Gruber, over at our outpost, they've now launched a marriage ministry this last year. And they're going to join us for an upcoming workshop on December 30th, where we are going to talk about planning your 2024. Mm -hmm. And they are going to teach on some of these concepts, rallying cries in a weekly family meeting. Yeah. And it's really how you're going to actually make these things happen in your life. Mm -hmm. How you're going to sit down one year from now and say, wow, we're we're batting a 70% on all the things we wanted to do in 2024 mm-hmm. because you had the meetings and the rallying cries. Yeah. We, you say, yeah, it's, it's a marriage ministry, but it's when you, when you think of that, 
or somebody who who is a, a marriage expert or whatever, you might just think, oh, it's all just kind of feelings and this, you know, gooshy stuff. <laughs> Emotions. But they're coming at this and why I think the things they do are so neat is they are like marriage, relational, like organizational health experts. Mm -hmm. Here's how you craft your plans. Here's how you communicate about them. Here's how you let them shape your life so that all these other things fall into place. Yeah. Which is why they're a great um, inspiration to us. have really helped us kind of get on track with the things that figuring out the things that we want to do and are called to do and then how we're actually going to do that. Mm -hmm. So they are the perfect people to bring in to this workshop. And, you know, we've been getting into this a little bit, right? We had our big Catholic calendar last year. Now for the upcoming 2024, we've done a new version, updated, upgraded version of the big Catholic calendar. Now we've got the big Catholic planner. You love it. Oh man. I just, I'll just look at them. I'll just hold it for like 20 minutes. Page no, you will not. Empty plan. Yeah. When you're upstairs, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Uh, and so these, and there's been a great response to these, uh, mm -hmm. these things that we've, we've, we're putting out in the world. And so kind of the next step in these is this workshop. We did a little bit of a workshop last year, this year's workshop, the plan your year 2024 workshop is now we're bringing in some outside experts. We've revamped the whole thing and it's going to be really cool. Up leveled. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna learn. You you you. Oh, 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 that sounds neat. What is what? What are these things you just talked about? Well, that's what we're talking about right mm -hmm. there in that workshop. Yeah, about it's really the, the meetings, perfect... the rallying cries. How do you even figure that stuff out? That's mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Yeah, we're even gonna reflect on 2023, do some dreaming about 2024, mm -hmm. surrender the next upcoming year to the Lord, and then we're gonna talk about how to actually make our our goals happen in the new year. This would be the perfect pre-dream date activity mm. or something to kick off your dream date. Yes. And if you cannot make it live, you if you get access to the workshop, um, then you can just, you'll retain access to that. So whenever you have your dream date, you could play it then. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you'll get access to the recordings. Yeah. So the link you can find in the show notes. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's listed because, so they kind of can go hand in hand with the planner, the big Catholic planner. And so if you have ordered a big Catholic planner, you get at, you, you got your invite already. You're, you're in for free to this workshop. It was a bonus. It was. It was a bonus if you ordered the planner and calendar combo. And if you'd like to get in on the workshop, well, you can go to waltwin.com slash calendar. There's information about the workshop there. And it comes again when you buy the calendar planner combo. Well, supplies last. There are going There are not many. There There's like no. 10 left. Yeah, there are not many. Uh, or you can buy it on your own. You can buy it. You can buy it on its own. And there's a link on that page as yep. well for that. I believe it's twenty nine dollars to yes. just come to the workshop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's going to be well worth it. Your entire twenty twenty four could be teetering on this workshop. Ooh, and we want to make sure that you hit it out of the park. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a goodie. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a goodie. So join us. Head on over to walletone.com slash calendar, and you can find out more information. Until next time, happy dream dating and bye for now.
This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at Wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.